think so. It popped up. All right. Uh, page 567. Yeah. I think there's some people that are, let's see. All right. We're good. Among our rapidly growing membership of thousands of alcoholics, such transformations, those being the immediate and overwhelming God consciousness, uh, through, though frequent, are by no means the rule. Most of us, most of our experiences are what the psychologist William James calls the educational variety because they develop slowly over a period of time. Quite often, friends of the newcomer are aware of that difference long before he is himself. He finally realizes that he has undergone a profound alteration in his reaction to life, that such a change could hardly have been brought about by himself alone. What often takes place in a few months could seldom have been accomplished by years of self-discipline. With few exceptions, our members find that they have tapped an unsuspected inner resource which they presently identify with their own conception of a power greater than themselves. Is that good? Yeah, good. Why don't you read the last little, the most of us? Sure. Most of us think this awareness of a power greater than ourselves is the essence of spiritual experience. Our religious members call it God consciousness. Yeah. Cool. Well, welcome, everyone. Uh, is everyone in here? Yeah, good. Got in. Uh, so let's just go over this reading. We just read the last paragraph on the first page of the spiritual experience, the back of the book. So again, because of his, this is my opinion of it, right? But because of Bill W's description, of getting whacked in the in the hospital room with the white light and stuff. Obviously, someone reading that thinks that's the only that's how that has to happen. Yeah, for the spiritual awakening to take place. Yes. And obviously, it's not true. So but because of its it's a familiar tendency of the head, he had to make a statement, or they did, and they put it in the spiritual experience so that people wouldn't disqualify themselves from an old idea. Yeah. So then they open it up. It can be quicker, just like in Zen, they would have sudden, uh, real, you know, sudden enlightenment or gradual enlightenment. Yes. So they, they, the point is the enlightenment is this is the same word in both. The awakening mm -hmm. is the same in both. It could happen seemingly one way or the other. But what seemingly happens is the same, yeah? You wake up to something. So just, it was just, I you know felt a lot of this had to do with putting this in at the end of the book was because how people were responding to this story. And in other groups, you know, if you've ever gone to other satsangs and spiritual groups and in non-duality and stuff, someone will say, I was walking through the park and then I stubbed my toe and then everything opened up and da 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 So then obviously people think, well, I haven't stubbed my toe in a park and that's why I haven't gotten this. So then they go walking around parks, hoping they stub their toe and attempting to produce something that wasn't produced. Yeah, it was revealed, so to speak. Yes. 
Yeah. It was a revelation, not a manufacturing. So, so uh, they put that, I feel that's how, why they had to do this because people were disqualifying themselves for being sober because they didn't have a white light experience. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so here, this is cool though. Uh, quite often friends of the newcomer are aware of the difference in them long before he is himself, because I believe the parasite of, of the addiction does not want you to get that you're getting better, mm. <laughs> especially at its expense. I just don't. So it's dragging its feet. And so you, sometimes you're the last one to know that you're okay. Isn't that funny in a weird way? Yeah. You would think having the pulse of life completely based on you, you would be following your condition like with a huge magnifying glass and you'd miss out that things were getting better <laughs> because something is there that's obscuring or blocking the sunlight. But we think the sunlight's outside of us. It's actually blocking the sunlight that's inside of us. Yeah. So the sunlight is not. <laughs> yeah. This is how I see all these little statements. I see this, the, sociological study of when most people go out is around step four and step nine. Yeah. Yeah. I see something. I see a conspiracy in there. <laughs> I see that the thing, the parasitical takeover doesn't want you to look at your role in things because you're going to inevitably see its role in things. If you have a, the, a certain understanding, which is mm -hmm. we're attempting to supply. Yeah. The understanding, which is right in the book, that what we're looking at in our initial inventory are manifestations of self in our life, not our manifestation. I mean, that's 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 like, uh, you know, a house and a barn. You know, it's quite different. Yeah. yeah, it's just like it's quite different. I mean, I don't see how this escapes us now because you can compare how you feel concerning resentments that they're mine and then read that they're not. Yeah. Because in the book, it's very clear. It's saying they're not yours. They're self's manifestations. Yet, when we look at self's manifestations, we feel like they're ours. That's implying something that's important. That's revealing something that's hugely important. Yeah. That's the difference of something seemingly being so and something being so yeah what you realize is your feeling that these resentments are yours is seemingly it's appearing to be true to you but it's not true this is the great gift yeah a lot of conditions we seem to think we're in but we're not isn't that great yeah hallelujah yeah hallelujah so this idea of, uh, and that's, in, if you go back to the beginning, one of the uh, preambles or pro, whatever they call it, it talks about we're 100, 100 men and women who have recovered from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. And I made, it, when I read that, I looked up the word seemingly. And one of the definitions was, it's appearing to be true or false to you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you, your condition is more important than what you think the condition is because 
it's your condition that seems to take something to be true that isn't, yeah? False evidence cannot appear real. It's false evidence, yeah? Some magic has to be involved where false evidence appears to be real. False evidence can't cook that up. It's false evidence, yes? Mm -hmm. But here, something false can appear to be real to us. Reality. Ah, yes. So in a way, this is a pretty good description of the equation of dreaming. Yeah. Yeah. So, and we have extreme examples in recovery where you've had a, you had an event that you called the worst thing that ever happened to you. And then there was an altar built and it became very useful for the head. It made, it gave you excuses for other things. And there was almost a worshiping of this worst thing never happened. And then you come into recovery and you change. The recovery wasn't for the worst thing never happened. You, yeah. You change and now you see the worst thing ever happened as something else. You mm -hmm. see it maybe as the best thing that happened. It can go from one extreme incredibly to the other extreme. Only in a dreaming could that happen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If it was the real worst thing that ever happened, then if it ever happened to anyone, it would be the worst thing that ever happened because that's its nature, yeah? Its nature is to be the worst thing that ever happened. It doesn't matter to who. If it was real, it would be the worst thing that ever happened would be, the majority vote would be in. That would be the worst thing that could ever happen. But because... It isn't the worst or the best thing. It's made to be what it is by us. Yeah. So our condition is how we see other conditions. <laughs> I don't see, I can't, how can we miss uh, this power display <laughs> that we actually are? Yeah. We can make mountains out of molehills. Labradors can't do that. Cats mm. can't do that. Mm. We can seemingly do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's mind boggling. Doesn't that just stop you for a second? And there's AWE, it's, there's an aura about it. Mm -hmm. Because in a weird way, your head casts you in such a little pond to be a big fish. Yeah. So all this possibility that we are gets shrunk so that we can seem to be so big as this action figure, this, mm. this obsession with self really minimizes us. Yeah, it really does. All this power is seemingly forgotten of what we are. We are the meaning giver of life. Yeah, wow. So, you know, you see it in AA all the time. I've seen one guy I used to, I still know. He'd always be in the back walking around, trying to talk to the gals and everything. And yeah, he just wasn't getting it and shit like that. And then one day, the meaning hadn't changed. AA hadn't changed. He did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And somehow there was some sincerity really kicked in. And I still see him in the city when I go in. I run into him, like coincidentally. He's always with someone from AA, a young, you know, a newcomer. 
Yes, this is 30 something years now. Yeah. Did AA change? No, he did. Yeah. Yeah. And then he changed, gave a new meaning to AA. Just like this. Normally, people do not give the meaning to AA that we may give it. Yeah. So is AA a thing? No. Yeah. We give the meaning to it. If you've been saved through AA, you have a lot of gratitude and honor for it, and you'll probably be apt to do what you wouldn't do on your own for AA because of that gratitude. Something took you out of hell, and you know you looked up at the bus and it said AA. Yeah, <laughs> you know what facilitated the higher power to take you out of hell was the recovery, this world of recovery. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I have given AA a huge meaning that a lot of people I meet have not given AA, obviously. Yeah. What does that tell? Tell you. Your condition is primary. AA's condition is really based on the members, in a sense. Yeah. So here you go. Uh, so can you... Take false evidence to be true? Yes, you can. Obviously. Mm -hmm. It's proven all day, isn't it? You think you've lost your keys. You act as if you lost it. You just misplaced them. Yeah? They're in the vicinity, but you're acting as if someone came in and stole your keys. But no, you misplaced them and you forgot like usual. And now you run around like a chicken without a head. And then you fall upon them and now oh i found the keys they were they hadn't left they didn't hide did they the keys were just misplaced i had put them where i thought they were lost <laughs> really so this idea of uh could you imagine that power and then in the hands of this insane myopic gps of self wouldn't that motivate you to turn your will in life and power over to the care of something that can manage it a lot better and that could give it, put it into good orderly direction and make things a win-win, not you winning and them losing, but winning, yeah? Inclusivity, not exclusivity, yeah? That same power that's enriching your life was what was enslaving your day. It's the mm -hmm. same power. It's just being directed differently. Yeah. The water is coming through one pipe. It's hot water. Comes through the other. It's cold water. It's the water. Same water. Yeah. But that hot water can scold you. Yeah. And that cold water can freeze you. Yeah. It's basing on what's the direction of this power. Haven't you realized you're not managerial quality? Oh, yeah. You can't manage this juice it gets turned into your own crucifixion in a way fuck yes man whoa here take it yes i could be in a position of directing tons of people and still be directed by that spirit yeah i may have a job of being a manager and i'm still managed by spirit yeah Whatever seat assignment I'm in, yeah, is being fulfilled by that power coming through. Do you think I come to these talks and give them? 
I come to the talk, I do not give it. Mm -hmm. No way. But I come to the talk. That's my job. That's how far I get. That's I put the ball down as soon as I get to the Zoom. Yeah, it's been that habit. Therefore, I've been at every AA, every Paul Hedeman meeting, yet never attended one of them. Truly. Yeah. The way my attendance is Paul's absence. Yeah. I'm here because I'm in the habit of Paul being absent. Yes. That's what allows me to show up every Tuesday, every Thursday, unless predicaments change. Yeah. Do you think it's a choice I make? No. It's a direction I'm in. It's not a choice I make. It's a direction I'm in. Yeah? I'm in the habit of being sober. And part of being sober is to being in, being in service. Yes? End of story. So directed gaily forward. March on. Show up Saturday. Opinion or no opinion. Show up Thursday. Opinion, no opinion. It doesn't matter. Yes? I have realized, I have been convinced that the power that's represented in this life, if directed by the head, is going to be an exquisite bondage to this idea of self. Yes? Directed by the higher power, the infinite, the Holy Spirit, whatever you want to call it, it's revelatory. I see, I see uniqueness in... in uh, the same old, same old every day. I used to be really uh, curious about, I used to practice Tai Chi in a park in San Francisco. And at that park on Tuesday nights, there would be a Buddhist monk from somewhere and he would be doing this little walk. It wasn't a big walk. He didn't go on, you know, the Adirondack trail for 30 miles. He just walked Every night, a little thing, but I it sent, I sensed it was new to him every fucking time. He might, may have been doing it for 30 years, yeah? But I'm sure he saw shit new all the time. This is sort of what it's like, yes? You can now be in a very small production in this world and be living huge, living very, very large. Yeah, yeah, so... I don't know where we were with this, but hey, yeah, the spiritual experience. See, I don't believe the spiritual awakening is an experience. Mm. I don't. I think the spiritual awakening is the basis of life. So if spirit is always being, it never was or we or is it, you know, if it's being, then there's it's being spirit. So there's the spirit is always awakening in and of itself, yeah? So, but we wake up to the spiritual awakening. How did that happen? By loss of interest in self. That's how it happens, yes? Mm -hmm. When there's a sufficient enough loss of interest in self, another possibility arises, which is being conscious of the spiritual awakening every second, yes? The I am regenerating itself. Wow. Yes. When it's called I am Paul, it's the same old, same old. When mm -hmm. it's I am, it's revelatory. 
Yeah. In the same old, same old. Yeah. So here we are, the exact nature of I feel of the wrong truly is an activity that's making something that's not true seem to be true. Yeah. So we are living as false evidence. Therefore, a false evidence appears to be true because we're appearing to be true. Just like when I saw my Uncle Fred dead and I had been calling Uncle Fred for seven years, Uncle Fred, yeah, that body, because I was calling Paul the body. So I assumed the same truth that was here was there. So Uncle Fred's a body, I'm a body, yeah? Mm -hmm. I see Uncle Fred's body in the coffin, dead, horizontal, no existence moving it. And it was quite obvious in a split second, that ain't Uncle Fred. So I was misidentifying the living of Uncle Fred as the body, yeah? When I saw the body without Uncle Fred, it was very, very clear that ain't Uncle Fred. But the stubbornness of the belief that I was this withstood that revelation. It didn't take traction, yes? So I saw Uncle Fred as not the body, but I kept seeing Paul, or the head kept seeing Paul as the body. Yeah, there you go. What are you going to do if you take yourself to be a body? Try to become spiritual as a body? They're two different natures. One is of thing, one is of no thing. How is the thing going to get less thingness? <laughs> I don't know. So, yeah. Do you believe that the spirit may be the true condition and that the other conditions are appearing and they actually have a limited time of appearing? Like you were born and you're going to die as a thing? but maybe what you are wasn't born nor dies. Yeah. So maybe there's a condition before the, all the other conditions. Mm -hmm. And maybe that condition is what we're looking for. Yeah. And maybe we're looking for it as that condition misidentified as a thing. Yes. So let's just tell the truth. Let's look at self's manifestations the fourth step, do an inventory and see the pattern of how self has defeated you through its manifestations, yes? Mm -hmm. So that when it starts to get revved up to defeat you, you can bring that activity to step six and seven and get it reconfigured. And let that faith that was once put into self that was bonding you to yesterday and tomorrow today, right? let that faith be put into now and producing an ease and comfort in your day. It's the same energy. It's just what's directing it. So there you go. That's how I feel with it today. Excellent. Thank you, Paul. Yeah. Uh, Greg had his hand up for a moment. I don't know if you want to still come in, Greg. Hey, Paul. Hey. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh... Great meeting. Uh, I was actually sleeping right at 12.30, taking a, a, a morning nap for myself. Uh, I was up at 6.30 this morning, uh, actually earlier than that, to chair a meeting that I do every Thursday. And uh, we read out of the 12 and 12. 
when we were reading uh, 12 step, of course, um, we didn't read the whole chapter because it's pretty long. <laughs> but, um, you know, sitting up front, I get to see everybody because everybody's facing my way. <laughs> now I'm sitting there and, and one of the guys, he's been doing this at least as long as I have. Like, and uh, he shared and I got such a charge out of it. He says, he says, yeah, I have to completely surrender my life to Alcoholics Anonymous. And I, and I'm going, and I looked at everybody's expression, especially the newcomers. And I'm going, oh, my God, you know, and he had really good stuff to say. But that one piece, it was interesting how I, I really had a charge about that. And um, I mean, I, I remember saying to him before the meeting started, I said, I said, step 12 is a good step. I think I'd rather do step one today because <laughs> step one's easier than doing step 12, honestly, looking back, okay, just, just my experience. And um, I, I just was, last night you were sharing and, um, it, it's interesting, you know, you said a long time ago in another meeting, and I wrote it down, you said, you have been looking for what you are from, what you're not. And so this is a good, here's a good one for me. So I've been sober almost 20 years, and it says, and so after 20 years, uh, you say to yourself, it's always been that way. And uh, can you honestly say you've arrived? No, because the first step's no different than any of the steps. It's the, it, there is no other step. Does that make? Does that relate to that same thing I wrote down that you shared? I mean, how how much more? It, it, uh, and I shared this the last time that I asked. I, I said, "What's this lack of interest in things? I'm losing. Things don't have the same value anymore." And he, and especially when someone says, "I have to do more," and you've mentioned this before, like. You know, how many times do you have to go to the retreat or do you have to go meditate or do this thing or or you didn't do it quite the right way? You, you follow what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah. but but so so is is the charge self then that I'm getting or is it this learning to get used to to the having no value or less value of things that used to attract to me? Well, there's going to be more value somewhere else. So that's the point. And well, then, uh, well, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, you may be happy with the, uh, the reward of the value now and where it's placed. Yes. Yeah. This yeah, is what I, And the yeah. idea of itself, you have to, if you see it, you know, for many of us, the head is playing God concerning God. It's trying to describe, you know, how you're going to align your condition with God's condition, but it's its idea of God's condition. Yes, which is in God's condition. I don't feel so. Okay. Yeah? yeah. So the yeah. head is playing God all the time, and it it can if it's not seen as something foreign, it's probably going to have a huge effect on you as like a, a re reputable news outlet. And if you see that it's bogus, then you're gonna have really put it in its rightful position, which is comedy in a lot of ways, yeah? 
it's yeah. becomes hilarious because you can never it'll just go back to what it does yeah yeah, yeah. it's just uh and you can live with it the only the thing the problem is is living as it yes yeah and that, and i and i noticed a lot of us say that and i'm sure you've been practicing this a really long time but it, it it's pretty sneaky because sometimes i don't recognize it and uh it's, but, it's got a lot of different faces but you know you even get comfortable with that because the assuredness of uh, that you have a home uh, doesn't get fooled that easy anymore. Yeah. The, the assuredness that you have a home wherever you are grows. And then the believability in the selfing uh, diminishes. Recovery okay. progresses, just like they say the disease progresses. Recovery also progresses. Yes. Yeah. You lose interest. You lose interest in some of its great greatest golden oldies after a while. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so today's my birthday, and I got to spend it this morning taking a drive with my oldest son north of the city here. And and he goes like, what are you going to do today, Pops? And I go, I'm doing it. And I'm really, and I was like really enjoying it. You know, then I got a call from my mom, which was really nice. And, you know, she's, you know, happy birthday, honey. You know how much I love you. Yeah, mom, I appreciate it. Thank you. And, and uh, you know, it, it's interesting. I'm not into this big celebration. It's just, I don't know. It, it just feels so, it, it doesn't, it's not that big of a deal anymore, but, and, and, but yet at the same time, I'm really enjoying what's happening, you know? All right. Well then enjoy this. Happy birthday. <laughs> oh. To Greg, everyone, happy, happy birthday, birthday to Greg. Happy birthday, birthday to Greg. Strangers have said happy birthday. <laughs> that motherfucker. No. That motherfucker. Yeah, my sponsor used to tell me, he goes, I was telling about someone that called my called a bad name out, right? Like you ass or whatever. And he goes, someday, Greg, you'll be walking down the street and someone say, Hey, you asshole, and you won't turn your head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Thank, thank yeah. you. That's true. So That's sort true. of like that, that would be uh the sirens of self calling you back and yeah. <laughs> it's a great demonstration when you don't look back. Yeah. yeah. Honor that because yeah. that's a yeah. powerful, yeah. you are in a new direction and yeah. then honoring the new direction will give you more eyes to see its effects. I believe. Yeah. Because the head wants you to honor its bullshit all fucking day. Yeah. So. Yeah. You guys are beautiful. Thank you so much. That was really sweet. Well, you're welcome. Oh, that's that's the awesome gift. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Bob. Yes, no problem, brother. Uh, right on. Every year. Every yeah. year. Okay. Just remind us. I'm counting the days to the next one, guys. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Hopefully, we get better singing, but we'll see. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Thanks for the reply to the question. That's it's awesome. Yeah, the thing is. 
at, you know, you're going to see self in a lot of activities. And uh, so what, really? Yeah, because in spite of ourselves, a lot of the grace happens. Yeah, it's, yes. Just look at a meeting. Have you been in a meeting and a newcomer comes in and then a newcomer says, oh, I've, it's so accepting here. I've been welcomed so much. No one's judging me. And everyone in the rooms fucking judge them as yeah. they can. Yes? But yeah. see, the love and tolerance of the, of the collective overrides the individual interpretation of shit. Yeah? So I, you know, someone walks in, of course you judge them. That's what the head does. It looks at them and sizes them up. And so you could put them in a certain file, so to speak. Yeah, and be done with it. But the funny thing is, so everyone in there is judging them, yet they don't feel judged by the space they're in because there's a loving something in there that's that's expressing itself in our group conscience. So that love and tolerance expresses itself because of our group conscious, not the individual conditions of the group conscious. Yes? That's the power. That's the power of what's going on. So you have an old idea that you don't like that. And then you realize it happens and you like it. You know, it's just, this is all going on. Yeah. So you have the eyes to see. Uh, I don't care about seeing self in others. I just bring it back to seeing it here. Yeah. Right. For others, there's a lot of uh, acceptance. I'm not trying to save the world or anything like that i'm just putting it out there see if it works yeah if you start traveling lighter that's going to go a long way in a form of communication to others so we're right. getting the message out in a beautiful way yeah yeah because the people what you are is always going to speak louder than what you say it always is yeah so yeah i i want to say i did say to the guy that that I mentioned, I said, you know, it's good that we have people like this that are that dedicated because, you know, honestly, he has a pretty big impact on a lot of people. And even though yes. he sponsors quite a few people more than I have, uh, uh, I actually spend time with his sponsors because he works and I'm not working right now because I choose not to and I get to. And, and so when I make myself available when he's not available. So we kind of like tag team. So it's it's a beautiful thing to to you know that that he's at that level and still feels he can do that. And that's fine. I just that's not yeah. the way the higher power is presenting itself for me. But yeah. you know, the thing is, is see how it applies to you. Hopefully, don't expect that it applies to everyone because right. right. Uh, that's that's outside of our jurisdiction just sort of yeah yeah just uh yeah okay, great nice to see you Greg. yeah you too paul thank you thanks greg uh before we move on i just want to let everyone know if you have a question you can go to the raise hand feature it's in reactions on your bottom bar or at the, the bottom of your screen uh, or you can ask a question in the chat too, and I can ask it if you're feeling shy. Uh, we got Chris B. Chris, come on in. Thank you. Hey, first of all, I just want to say I 
just feel so blessed to have this group. People, sometimes I talk about it and people ask me, well, how, how many times a week do you go to this group? I'm like, I don't know, five. <laughs> and they're like, what? <laughs> yeah, there's never been anything in my life that I've done that much other than a job, I'd say. Just something keeps pulling me back here. But yesterday was one of those days where uh, the head tried to kill me is the best way I can put it. It's just one of those dark days that happen. But what was interesting is, well, right in the middle of it, it actually was possible to lose interest in that, which is really amazing because it wasn't it wasn't like arguing with it or fighting it. It was okay. It's so clear that there's this thing that's not me and is trying to kill me. So why on earth would I be letting that? You know, you talk about not being management managerial quality. This is like even worse, being self-destructive. And so yeah. <laughs> I was able to I'm, I was I'm not able to I just found myself losing interest in it but at the same time it seems like there's sort of a trust fall that needs to happen where you just fall back and don't know what you're going to land on and that is really tough for me hey Chris I just want to use uh, an example of the language so uh you uh, are self-destructive. No, you aren't. See how the language implies you doing what self is doing? No, self I said it's, it's self-destructive. Self-destructive. Self it's not you are self-destructive. Yeah. Self-destructive. So the head, yeah, it's beautiful what it does in a very weird way. It implies something through something else. So there's self-destruction is noticed and then suddenly you're cast as the doer of it you are self-destructive you see yeah. now see that's that's a, an example of the bondage of self and that's just one example that idea is being applied all day everything is noticed and then you're the noticer of it everything is thought you're the thinker of it all this ownership is what's fucking killing us. Yeah, because if I'm self-destructive, then there's something really wrong with me. <laughs> exactly. And it's not you that it's, that's wrong with you. It's something that's in you, seemingly, or appearing with you that's presenting itself as you. That's all. It's sort of like if you had a flu and the flu could talk to you and then it convinced you that you're the flu. <laughs> <laughs> So you'd have a flu the whole life, your whole life, and having a flu of the whole life, you would think that that's normal because you've never not been in a flu. Yeah, you exactly. know what I mean. So this exactly. thing is you historically believing this is the way it is. It's gonna be this way, and therefore it's this way now. It's all it's manufacturing consent and using it in a different way than. Uh, the writers of that book but it's like that it's manufacturing consent the head is manufacturing consent and we're giving it the consent without knowing it because we're right there's the act of being identified as it we don't see that there's a choice we think we're the chooser of everything else 
but there doesn't seem to be any choice about what you are. That's guaranteed. You're that, 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 that. Yes? Yeah. Yeah. It runs around thinking it has choices about everything where really you would love to see a choice is, do I have a choice not to follow that? Yes, you do. If you see it as other, if you see it as you, no, you don't. There's no choice there because whatever you follow, you'll be following it as that. Yes. The so, thing that makes it hard to fully see it as other is that it seems like there isn't anything else. There is it. The seeing of it is the other out. That's the it. You're not. See, okay. this is how it fools itself. It believes that th the other would have to be another thing. No, <laughs> the other is the awareness of it. What's a being being aware, and what's aware is different. Yes. Yeah. We're aware of a mental activity. We are not the mental activity. We are awareness, yes? Aware of the mental activity. The mental activity says we are the object of the mental activity. And somehow or another, like cows going to the trough, the hand of awareness gets put into that mental glove, seemingly. And now you live allowing the glove to interpret your life. And let's say that glove, we used to have a story uh, trying to get these ideas across of a world with one sense. And the only sense in that world was feeling, yeah? And basically there was a, there was a holy book about what the feeling of heaven would be like, would be like millions of rose petals and, I, and they would try to describe it and everything like that. And yet, in this world of, of sense, there's a glove over the hand. So everything the hand is feeling or aware of is interpreted through the glove. The glove is not aware. It's the hand that is aware. But the, the experience for the hand is being interpreted by the glove. Now that's fine, as long as you're in clear recognition, you're not the glove. But if you somehow start taking the gloves interpretation as your interpretation, now that is the bondage of self or the bondage of the glove. Yeah? Yeah. Simple. So when you go to heaven and, and your glove has a crude or a very rough uh, condition, Everything it feels is rough. Yeah. So when it feels the rose petals of heaven, they're going to feel rough because yeah. you're not experiencing the thing. You're experiencing the thing through the thing of the glove. The glove yeah. is interpreting the experience. It's and that's very, what you're left with. <laughs> yes, you're left with that because now you have an idea of fucking heaven, but it's not tactile. It becomes conceptualize and rigid and will break at any minute yet you'll love to beat other people over the head with it the feel the sense of it the sense of being alive is not a fact that you put in a book it's a feeling it's a sense it's an intimacy yeah that's been muted by this the hand being seemingly captured by the glove yes 
So now you want to get out of the glove as the glove, and that doesn't fucking work. And every way you think of everything is thinking of starting as the glove first. That's the dilemma. Yeah. That's yeah, why you're trying to get out of what you're not in. You're trying to get out of the glove, but you're not in the glove. That's the fact. Yeah. You. <laughs> That's why your outs don't work because you're trying to get out of something that once that you, you think you're in that you're not in. That's the, you're the hand. You've never lost the hand sense. You well, never, you cannot become a glove. You're just living as if you are one. Yeah, that's all. For, for all the, the and you'll see holes to it. Yeah. For and all so, the seeming, hmm? for all the seeming horrors of yesterday, some I did get some what you'd call downloads as a direct result of it. Like I was able for the first time, I did I did experience not be, I'm not the body, which I never really experienced before. It seems nonsensical to me. But at some point it was like, you know, the, the, the trauma, quote unquote, from my past, which is kind of still stored in my body. So my body does things, you know, like if someone who flinches when someone, you know, your body, your body flinches when someone moves or something. And then seeing that, 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 that behavior is actually a, totally just the body and not me even doing it. It's a little bit like realizing, hey, my car is a crappy Ford, but that's cool because I'm not a car, <laughs> you know. Well, the thing so is, is the meaning that's given to the body's reaction. It's the head is still giving meaning to it. And the meaning is falsified. It's making mountains out of molehills. It's making a lot of shit out of nothing. Yes. Yeah. And it stores the effects on the, in the body and the body gets triggered based on those files. And then the head, you know, the five alarm fire is fucking set off and there's no fire. Yes. And then you on and on and on. You're enslaved to an, an idea that's gone wild. Yeah. So there's no hope for me. Okay. That's cool. This isn't about hope. This is about recognizing something. Yeah. And I'll tell you, uh, how it worked with me is what I called me seeing it as foreign. That was the starting point of being free from it. That's when it's shared with me in an immediate download that I've been trying to be free as self most of my life. And that's why nothing had seemingly worked. So now I was repositioned and now the freedom was gonna be from something that I've never not been free from, truly. And therefore, something that would seem impossible to try to stabilize in its own nature is stable, the I am. So now I can rest assured, I don't care about any day, it's right now. It may turn into a total of days, but it's right now. Yeah, right now, I don't give a shit about what the head is saying, I don't. I have an indifference towards it. I never even hear it when I'm at these talks, never, yeah? I never hear everything, all the pains it was generating and thinking about. When I come here, it's all stopped, yes? And then it kicks up again when I leave here and start making breakfast. You've got to realize 
how real can it be if your condition changes it seems to completely stop yes yes that's, that's i've done thousands of these talks i've had things right before it that were uh life-threatening and all the all the ideation and attention to it was completely redirected for that hour over and over again now i've just been speaking for 30 years 32 years over and over again it would just dismiss it and then they'd come back afterwards but there was a lot revealed by their absence yes because when they all that shit was absent there's still a presence and it's not a thing my friend it's awareness it's spirit you are not cast as a thing only in the mental eye are you seen as a thing yes well that's interesting because that's my experience too i've been mentoring young artists and a lot of them are just really struggling emotionally for a lot of reasons because of some changes that are going on and while i'm doing that yeah the head is just not even i don't not even there but it's but the second i drop out of that it comes <laughs> but see what around. will happen is that won't be the way before it used to be sort of like an experience i get so jacked up now it's normal over the years yes what's normal the, the absence of concern while I'm doing this has has spread out into the rest of my life like molasses. Yes. I see. Yeah. This is unstoppable. All your little requirements and walls have nothing to do to stop. <laughs> if you're in like great Ramana Mahashi said, your head is in the tiger's mouth. It's a done deal. Yeah. Yes. So, I just feel like I'm being chewed on quite, quite a lot. Yeah, but, yeah, but, I, yeah. but I'm okay. I, like you said, you know, I'm yeah, alive. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> Remember, the head tries to miss the big picture by concentrating on tiny little snippets of the smaller picture. That's really, really well put. Yes. So this is about, uh, yeah. The aperture is opening up. It's, it doesn't have to be microscopic scanning every second. <laughs> I'm going to say, that's me, but then I know you're going <laughs> to... That is you, and you're not. That's the beauty of it. Let it land. That's exactly you, bro, and you're not that. Hallelujah. <laughs> Instead of trying to avoid it and try to act like you're not it, you'll feel like it more. Just admit it, yeah. <laughs> Fucking... I'm missing the big point by concentrating on these particular little points. No, you're not. Great. Yeah. Bring it all to six and seven and disown your ownership of it. You hide it away as if it's a, it's like an old family sin that can't be talked about. It's not you. Let it all come up. Let it land. Oh, it's me. It won't kill you. And then meet it with, and I'm not that. Yeah. And then bring all of it to six and seven and ask it be reconfigured. Yeah. Every last bit of you bring to that. Okay. Thanks. Yes. How can you, if you keep it in your own bank, you're going to get the worst interest payments. <laughs> it's in a mattress. You're going to end up owing more money. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it all. Don't be the assessor of the value. Bring it all the six and seven. Like it says, I give you all, all the good and all the bad. Yeah. Do with it as you will. Yes. That's a nice attitude to have. Yeah. 
Thank yeah, you. Yeah, right after right. this meeting, sit there and just I will. step seven. Yeah. I, I, if I really you keep doing it, it, you know, there was a, a guy told me this story once. And he was working with uh, another guy. And the guy was saying, well, how do I know that these things have been removed when I turn it over? And he says, well, act as if they have. And there you go. <laughs> yeah. You see the beauty of that? Yes. <laughs> yes, because it's not, it's, if they're not real, then acting as if they're not there is no different than they're not being there. Exactly. So fucking, you know, act as if it's past, <laughs> and so yeah. it has. Because <laughs> if, if you're just acting and it's real, then you won't get away with it, right? Like I'm gonna act. I'm gonna act as if um, I have a self-driving exactly. car. Exactly. You'll you'll <laughs> you'll see it's you'll see that moves shortcomings quickly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Thank, I really really appreciate it, Paul. Thank you. I mean, is you know, is there a, a you know, is there a higher power? Is there something? It could even be what you are, but let's just call it, is there a higher power than what you've been directed by most of your life? Yes, obviously. Yeah? Just yeah. tell the truth. Did you do well running your own show? No. I've done really bad. you will do well? <laughs> Probably not. I spent two years in a program, I'll tell you. I didn't like them and they never really took Paul into consideration. They took the addiction I was representing into consideration and my life looked a lot better with them seeing me that way than the way I see me. Yeah. I had the same experience. Yeah. <laughs> Two years is a pretty good example. It's not, wasn't like 28 days or a weekend. Yeah. It was yeah. two years. So yeah, things, uh, Things were deeply impressed upon me, and I became convinced. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah really. I mean, the evidence was all there. It wasn't like uh, it wasn't like a leap of faith. A leap of faith is into the head. <laughs> no leap of faith into spirit. No. It's like it's like a leap that never happens, but somehow happened or happened a long time ago or something. Well, it's already in place. Yeah, you can't leave where you are. You can't, yeah. You can tell where you are by now. You're always now. I would say you're that. You're the awareness of whatever shows up as now, eight years from now or 12 years ago. It's always now and you're always here. <laughs> there are more, no more nows. There won't be any you to be here. Yeah, it seems to coincide pretty seamlessly that the now and you seem to be synonymous. <laughs> you're, not gonna have, you're not gonna have many nows without you here, are you? <laughs> yeah, oh. there you go. Yeah. Yep, so, all right, everyone else, anyone else? What's going on? Is it Thursday? <laughs> yes. Thanks, Chris. Uh, we got Walter up next, and then we have Lynn, and that's all the hands for today. All right, Walter. Walter from the Netherlands. Eh, hey, yeah. Hello, Paul. Yeah, and now I'm here. Yeah? Even that is not true. Uh, 
recently i last week i had a how you call it in english a stroke you know the brains ended up in the hospital yeah, yeah it was serious uh, i'm half half lame now but in recovery so i looked it up you know on the on the internet okay what's the what's the symptoms i had it before but then i wasn't aware because i was so drunk i didn't know what was happening you know yeah. And then I look it up, you know, what is what as a science was happening when you have a psychosis? What science you have when you have a cluster headache? What is happening when you have a, a brain stroke? And it's all the fucking same, you know? And I was there in this hospital and I talked with these doctors and I sat wondering more and more. And I have this, anyway, when I do fourth step, also with this American woman, you know, you, you're pointing the finger at somebody else, you're pointing the finger on yourself, you know. I'm more happy, I'm smiling more, I got friendly smiles from complete strangers, you know, from, hey, what's going on in this insane world, you know. It's not only in the recovery scene that I see people are completely insane, but also the so-called, so-called, healthy, same people, you know, they act like they're fucking junkies, you know. And then I wonder from, am I losing my sanity? And I spent also quite some time in madhouses when I was uh, young. And now I see I'm coming back from, I'm also busy with this course in miracles and explained and added by a friend of me who really knows, made it more clear from, Hey, but I know this stuff. I know this stuff from my early childhood on, you know, and now finally it's coming back. So after all, you know, from it seems I'm getting back my sanity, but it's a crippling thing to see that my surroundings are just as well insane, you know, only I don't get angry about it, you know, and am I mad or am I mad? You know, what's happening here? You know? Yeah. And 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 anyway, by by having a brain stroke, I don't know, but I think in English it's just called a stroke, you know. Yeah. I don't feel guilty. I've never lived so healthy in my life. The doctors even don't know what and how and where and what, and they make up a story. They make really make up a story because they don't fucking know. And if you confront them, they blah 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 blah. But actually, they don't know. Yes. Uh, it's quite strange. Yeah, strange story. I just wanted to share. You know, <laughs> it's good, Walter. I love you, Walter. I'm happy you're here. Yeah. It's an insane event, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> it is insane, you know. Well, yeah. It has its it has its momentum and stuff, and. Uh, yeah, I feel like you come to peace with a lot of things over time. Oh, yes, for sure, for sure. I come to a lot of time things come to peace, you know. Yeah. Amazing, you know. I was at a certain moment having faced the reality, so maybe I'm going to get crippled, you know. So my life is going to get a lot smaller, you know. I can't use my bicycle anymore, you know. And then a dip of oh, fuck it, you know. I go for a bottle of cognac and pack of cigarettes, two packs of cigarettes. Who cares, you know? I'm dead anyway, you know. <laughs> and then I made, I then I made a phone call to an old sponsor and da 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 da. 
and he could imagine that and later he built he found me back to make something to make me laugh you know a joke about what's happening in his life and so on his homosexual friend suddenly turned out to be b at least he thinks so and he bought a, a, a doll in china you know a crazy story and reality you know make me laugh and half an hour later you know i do go back to my business and i suddenly see my walking is improved again you know and a few hours later i'm sky high you know without anything you know yeah yeah, yeah. we see what happens soon we see what happens i don't know i mean it seems step- like the trust, the trust is uh, rightly placed, so that's good. Yeah, step one, two, and three. <sighs> Struggling a bit with four, and yeah, I handed over again and again. I tried, I did my best enough, you know. Then I'm thinking again, okay, I can buy a few books about how the brains work and so on. But those guys also don't really know, you know. And then what? Two years later, I'm a PhD in, in, in brains and so on. I don't want to know it. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. I'm with you I mean, Well, you know, most in most medical situations, it's netty-netty. They're just yeah. trying to say <laughs> not this, not this. They don't really know what it is. They just try to exclude some possibilities yeah exactly exactly who really knows what's going on (laughs) it's it's inscrutable and the beautiful thing is just to admit that you don't know it's like in zen they call that the highest form of mind is don't know yeah socrates uh, exactly Yeah, yeah so It's cool. I mean, I just, I like the, I'm using this idea now of the policeman uh, as really something that appeared when I was younger in the head. I know that one. Yeah. And then, uh, I mean, I remember, and then I was, first few years in school, I never, I was perfect. I never did anything, never said anything. Then I was... Going down, I was going down to the cafeteria, and these kids from another uh, older class were coming up, and all the kids that were acting out were getting the attention from the teachers. So then it was like a decision: I'm going to be quote unquote bad, and then it went that way. Yeah, and then I got a lot of relief from being bad because I didn't take everything so seriously as the policeman. So the thief was a very like nice aspect of you know the two radio stations k police or k thief k thief was i liked the music better really yeah and then obviously the k thief brought about consequences that were insurmountable after a while yes and yeah. that my life could end up in a institution or jail and i didn't want to live institute you know be institutionalized and then something intervened and struck me sober. Yeah. So the thief was over now. Yeah. And then the policeman reappeared while on the sober beat. So it's walking yeah. around my sober yeah. life with this higher perfection and just fucking critiquing the shit out of me. <laughs> and my head is like, 
And now I don't have any aspect. I can't go back to the thief because my idea of thief is getting loaded and shit. So I'm sort of like on this. I'm on. I'm get. I'm living. I'm living for like a, a police imposed probation. It was just watching me for hours. And then no, totally. I, I, I gotta start. I go back to Buddhism, thinking I'm gonna get relief. And finally, the relief was found through non-duality, because I saw that the thief and the policeman, both aspects of me are not me, yeah? And when I learned that they weren't me, the possibility of being free from both, not being free from one as the other, but free from both, because they're both bondage, yeah? Both. Sure, the policeman sure. is its form of bondage, the thief is its form of bondage. I saw both are foreign, and then the possibility of being free became available, and so it's been really and uh i'm now not living as a thief but i'm not listening to you know k police all day (laughs) and it's cool it's very cool (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. both turned into comedy stations it's great it's really good i have some really good stories about what happened as a thief and i got a lot of good stories about the policeman (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's beautiful. But, but, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sometimes like last night. Huh? Yeah, okay. The time, time difference. Last night I listened to you, and suddenly things landed. You know, I heard yeah. words before from you, and only also from other people, and I never really got it. It suddenly landed. Okay, but I cannot repeat it. I cannot explain it. You know. And no, but now, it's nowadays, nowadays, you know, from I want this juice again. I want more of this juice, and then I want it, and then it's not there, you know. And there's nothing I can do about. It. Sometimes I listen to you, far out, or to other people far out, and so t- suddenly in bliss, you know. And then the next time, what the fuck are you talking about, man? I mean, are you a comic or something? What 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 kind of Zen nonsense are you talking about? You know, the the, the famous Manhattan uh, comedian, what is his name? George or what? He died a few years ago. George Carlin. Yeah, yeah, you're you're exactly like him. Exactly. That's a very nice compliment. Ah, so you're welcome. And thank George you so Carlin much, was man. Fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, he was. So just like you. I like you. Are. And with okay. such a wisdom. And I thank you from the bottom of my heart. Oh, That's it. Well, you're welcome, Walter. Thank you. Thank you. I think we'll, uh, we have one more, but quickly, all right? Yes. Yeah. It's going to be hard to follow Walter. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got Lynn. Yeah, let's go with Lynn. Go ahead and unmute, Lynn. I said, definitely George Carlin was a genius. Mm. Um, I just quickly, Paul, uh, my mother, 93 years old, is now in hospice. And I'm going to be going to see her. Uh, we, I had to have reasons, separation for, for the last three years. No contact at all uh since last november uh i've initiated contact again and and 
we've been speaking. I just wonder if you have anything to say to me about what I might be able to say or not say. Yeah, it's not about you. Mm. It's about her, so it's not about you. Go there and just take the cue from the dance and go with it, yeah. Okay, I understand, thank you. Yes, yeah, so it's, she's getting maybe to a point of whatever you wanna call it, transition or whatever. That's a great privilege for you to be holding this space for her. Yeah, yeah, not saying, you know, that's very, very powerful. I see this with AA a lot of times. People, uh, I'm not getting anything out of the meeting. I'm not, you know, this, but it's not about you. It's about your usefulness there. Someone may see something in you and never say anything that brings them to the next meeting. Who knows? Yeah. But this attitude or this way of looking, uh, you know, it's it's not ironclad. You've heard the message and you've had that needle move over that groove many times it's a simple uh correction yeah so this event is not about you it's about her yes yeah absolutely yeah very cool walk in with that humility yes my feeling yeah i agree thank you i had a thing i had a when i was younger in aa uh, this lady who all she wanted to do was to be of service, but she was very irritating to most people. Yeah. Just her personality. So she was her own worst enemy in a way. And so uh, she got very ill and she, the people that she was communicating with asked, called me up and she wanted to see me. Yeah. So I went there and I brought some books like, you know, Zen books or something. And uh, she was still irritating, you know, but it wasn't about me, it was about her. And then I went away for months. And when I got back, uh, those people found out I was back and they got in touch with me again, wanted me to see her. And she had uh, gone, she had uh, gotten worse quickly. Yeah, and she was on her deathbed, yes. And I had the great privilege of sitting there, not saying fucking anything, you know, for hours, just sitting there and hearing that like raspy, like it could be the last breath. When you get down to the last few breaths, it's sort of, sometimes it feels like very raspy and it's, you know, it's this, this could be the last one, so to speak. It was so fucking powerful. Then her sister came in while I was sitting there. And we just sat, we didn't say anything, but I, you know, put her hand on her and I knew she was hearing us or feeling us, yeah? And it was just an incredible gift. So she, in her illness, gave all these people in AA, she served them. We had meetings, they set up a meeting about all the people that had helped her while she was in this illness. They had a meeting and talked about how helpful it was being of help to her. So she had for 
fulfilled her greatest wish to be of service. It just went out that way. But she had fulfilled, she fulfilled her greatest wish. She allowed all these people to have service, to do things and everything. It was very moving. I mean, it was, uh, and it was the same energy that I felt I had the privilege of helping someone give birth when I was younger. Exact same energy of uh, the room is exact same. It's like the entrance exit door are in the same space. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, yeah, that's what I would look at it as. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Go ahead, Go ahead Lynn. Thank you. Is that it, Lynn? All right. Well, yeah. I'll speak to you again before yes. I go. Before I go, I, I have uh, I need some more advice, but later. Yeah. Thank you. All right, honey. Yes. Well, thanks, everyone. Thanks, Jacob, for running the ship. Thank you, Paul. Yeah, you Yes, it was say, Lynn. Nice to see you. Thank you for sharing, Lynn, and uh, and taking advantage of the Zoom. It's, it enriches everybody, truly. Greg, as always, happy birthday. I won't sing it this time, but have a blessed day. <laughs> Terry, yeah. always nice to see you. John in Florida. Jesse over in Ireland. Nice to see Jesse. Uh, Suzanne M. Nice to see you, honey. Giselle in Las Vegas. There she is. Yep. Joseph, France, nice to see you. Irene, always a pleasure. I mean, J.A., somewhere in Canada. Mickey, as always, the matriarch of Madeira. Walter, brother from another mother. All right. <clears throat> Ruby Rose, oh, Ruby Rose, our the attendee of our outpost in uh, Wichita, Kansas, or Kansas somewhere. Very nice. Miranda, there she is. Nice to see you, honey. Another day. All right. Fantastic. Crispy, as always. Thank you. Jimmy. Warren, nice to see you, Warren. Uh, Al in Vegas. We've got Allie, John W., Dennis, Oliver in Berlin, Sally. Let me see if I have anyone else here. Roman, Roman, my main man in Germany there. Uh, Andrew, Nicholas, Christine in Kona. Annette's iPad, there's Annette. John K, as always. Dennis. Also, if you're interested, we're gonna be having a retreat in October. The information's on the website, on the event page. We're gonna have it in Sicily, Italy. And uh, yeah, check it out if you like. We had a pretty cool one last time, except for half of us got COVID at the end. But hey, what a, whatever, this is duality. So uh, <laughs> sometimes you get the great and then you get the bad. Yeah. All right. Thank you, everyone. Thanks uh, for hey, everything today. Hey, Paul, real quick. What what were you guys uh, paying for tics, tickets out of San Francisco to Sicily? 
I haven't looked at it, but it should be better because it's in October. You yes. don't want to, yeah, those, those summer ones are expensive, but last year we got a pretty good deal, but I think I bought them early. Uh, so I haven't looked actually yet. So, but they will drop after September for sure. All right. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. yeah. And we can help you, you know, uh, Amelia helped a lot of people get the, get uh, good tickets. Actually, maybe I should look at it today a little bit myself, but um, all right. Thanks everyone. See ya. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Paul. Thank you. Thanks, Paul. Paul. Thanks, Paul. Thanks Jacob. Thanks, Paul. Great job. Thanks, Jacob. Thank, Thank you, you everyone.